Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. You're now live on the Middleman Radio, and this is the Middleman Talk Show, and this is Al. And this is Kevin. What's happening, in the world? Hey, how you doing, Kevin? Man? I ain't not, not really feeling it right now. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I think if if you've been on a rock. Maybe you've been at work or, you know, you just ain't really been around the TV or your phone or something like that. And today is just a, it's, it's a bad day, man. Yeah, it's been a rough day, man. Um, yeah. I can't um, even, uh, I can't even lo- put the words together to even say it, man. Yeah, I mean... You would never expect somebody that young, and for those that may not know, uh, just tuning in or whatever the case may be, we lost uh, Kobe Bean Bryant today. I, I mean, you know, I, I gave that dude hell throughout his career because I'm a diehard Celtic fan, you know. I don't care if he was a Celtic playing for the Lakers, I'd give you hell. But I respected him from the standpoint of how he went about the game. You know, his his attitude towards the game, his his passion for the game, his love for the game. And then yeah. after the game, you know, just recognizing the passion and the love that he had for his family, uh, that was very respectable. I mean, as a as a man, looking at a man uh, and respecting that brother for being a man, uh, for him to die today, and also, you know, to lose his daughter at the same instance. Right. I mean, that's, right. that's a lot to just digest for one day, man. That's a lot to digest, man. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, my heart goes out to his, you know, his wife and his other daughters and, you know, their entire family, uh, the communities in which they serve, uh, because he touched a lot of people and what he did for uh, the game of basketball and outside of the game of basketball. Like, he really influenced and touched a lot of people. Um, To see this in our lifetime, you know, man, it's definitely painful. You know, we lose a lot of um, good people have to cherish the time in which they're here on this earth and make sure that we remember them mm-hmm. in a good life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do I do recall us just even myself making a comment to just I throw little jewels in the in these shows when we've done them over the years, uh, for my family because in my unfortunate demise, you know, I'll always be alive within these airwaves, you know, you'll be the same also. So they can always go back and, you know, experience my mental thought process. Maybe not me in the physical, but, you know, just being able to be on this type of show and being able to talk and give my ideas, my thought process, even though sometimes, you know, we play the devil's advocate. Um, You know, we do things to drum up a show, but it's, it's just an aspect of being able to when I'm no longer here, okay, right. I, I got three hundred something shows that go back and listen to my dad. Yeah, most definitely. You know, it's, most definitely. You know, the same way, same way. You know, when you know you listen to a lot of music, man. You can, you know, even though a lot of legends are gone, a lot of greats and great people are gone now. We can always go back and and listen to their records. Go back and listen 
to how they were at that moment in that time and that space. Right. So right. Man, we can celebrate the same thing with Kobe. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And um, wow, wow. I mean, just to think, um, he he was forty-one. I'm thirty-seven. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are young in comparison to this earth. Um, yeah. You know, our physical presence. You know, but we have to, you know, understand that uh, things happen and. Um, a lot of times we really don't, you know, want to prepare for that, but we have to prepare for those things. Um, and like you said, he has a digital thread. He has information, history that people can go back and read up on, to still feel that same type of love and energy, uh, to see him play, to hear the words that he spoke. Um, and you should do the same with your family members. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the big the biggest thing is, man, you know, this generation, uh, just looking at the situation with uh, with him, you know, just looking at the situation with him and his family. This right here is a situation how we felt. And I, I don't recall how I don't know how you were when Tupac died, but I, I just looked at the situation with my uh, my son and. Just look mm-hmm. at the situation and how he how he uh, interact with it. I mean, for me, just looking at him, it's it's like when Tupac died. I mean, just it, it throws yeah, you. it throws you yeah. all away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can remember that. I mean, I think I was about thirteen or fourteen uh, when Pop mm-hmm. died, and yeah, by the same age, yeah. Um. <clears throat> I mean, it definitely uh, was something to to uh, think about uh, because of everything that was going on at that time and how the media was traded. So you got to think about all the emotions that we had attached to that, you know, with the East Coast, West Coast people, you know. Um, and just, you know, just experiencing, like, these things, uh while we are able-minded, meaning that we will remember a lot of these things, um, it can definitely impact people. You know, that it can definitely yeah. cause secondary trauma. Definitely does. So, um, well, I, I know a lot of people are right now, man. They just trying to get through the day and and just understand what what they just saw. What 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 are they digesting? I mean, I, I see a lot of friends of mine on the net right now. Um, you know, man, they they throw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I don't really think we realize how much <laughs> sports really plays a part in our lives. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, I don't think we really process how sports changes a lot of people's perspective. You know, yeah. I mean, you're a former baseball player. Yeah. You know, you know the attributes and the contributions that it made to you as a man. I mean, you have to think, man. Um, like, you have to look at everything. Like, even with, you know, how sports integrated, how sports was able to give opportunities to uh, male and female athletes of all ages. Um, and just think about. If basketball wouldn't have been invented, would we know a lot of the people that we know now? I doubt it. You know, all all of those things we have to bring into context. So yeah, it has a lot to do with uh, what we create and the next form of history we will like create. If basketball is embedded in our history now, you know, and these people will go down. And, and well, uh, I mean, really, if you if you look at it beyond that, Al, basketball itself was a vehicle that basically mm-hmm. opened up a lot of doors for a lot of courageous people in our community to do a lot of things right. from wealth standpoint, from social standpoint, from just it was so many you know so many things that that sport helped a lot of people. Well, sports in general helped a lot of our people 
do a lot of amazing things. Even though you have those out there that feel like athletes should just shut up and do whatever they're playing or sports or whatever the case may be, um, right. you know, there's a lot. There are a lot of brilliant minds that play a sport. Who, who, I mean, you can't be mad at a person because they're very good at a particular sport. But yet, on the other hand, don't box them into that box and saying that's all you can do. That's because right. When you look at it, you know, you you got a lot of genius people in this world that play sports and contribute mm-hmm. a lot to this world. Look at Lou Alcindor, who became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Look at Russell, right. Bill Russell. Look, look at uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Brown. I mean, there's a lot of people that, for social justice, man, they was warriors. But most of them. I mean, and it was a part of their everyday message because they were a part yeah. of that particular history. You know, breaking yeah. barriers, knocking down doors. You know, for yeah. this generation and generation after us to be able to do those things. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Those are um, well, we gon' we gonna uh, we we definitely gonna push through this show today for y'all and uh, bear with us. You know, mm-hmm. this, this is a lot to 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 be on the mind because I mean I I think about that man and his daughter. I got a daughter, and I'm just like you know, I, yeah. I just I can't even fathom knowing that this is it. When that plane went, when that, that helicopter went down, man, it just sent chills through my body just to think, man, what what was his last thoughts? Right, correct. You know, what was he thinking? You know, like what and knowing that you got your mm-hmm. daughter, how can you as a parent, you want to protect your child from any harm, hurt, or danger. And he didn't put her in that helicopter knowing today that was gonna be her last day. Right. And when <laughs> that thing that, that the helicopter started going down, you know, and he, he sees their demise approaching. What was his thoughts? Think about the grandkids that he not he's not gonna get the chance to see. Think about the walking across the aisle and taking her down the aisle. All the other three taking him down the aisle because I mean he has all girls. I mean, man, <clears throat> whoo, gonna be a hard one, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Gonna be a hard one. And and then on top of that. We're not even going. You're not going to have a traditional funeral because their remains are no. You know, I don't know if their remains are even intact. Hmm. Prayers to their family, man. Prayers to their family. Prayers to all the you know the, the fandom of the Laker yep. Nation, fandom of Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, just you know, the family in general, man. It's 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 rough, boy. Real rough. Mm. 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 Well, thank you for those who are tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show today. We do have a uh, a great show planned for you guys today. Um, we definitely want to talk about black progression and what it will take for us to get to where we need to be as black people. So on today's topic, some of the things which we're going to talk about are ways to increase our unity amongst each other as black men and women. What can we do to continue to build our community? We're doing a lot of great things now, but what more can we do? How can we close the gap on building wealth and fairness in wealth? And what are we doing to improve our health and mental health? We need to discuss these things. We hope that you enjoy this show today. Um, if you want to call in and make a comment, the number is 516-387-1542. Again, it's 516-387-1542. Uh, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, the chat board is open as well. If you have any comments, you can definitely put them there. Um, so we want to go ahead and get started with our, uh, topic for today, um, Black Progression. Definitely something in which you know, our forefathers have been discussing um, for hundreds and hundreds of years. We have progressed in a lot of areas. Yes, we have uh, exceeded some of our stereotypical things in which 
some people have labeled us to be. Um, mm-hmm. We are graduating from college. We are getting these jobs. We are excelling in academics. We are excelling in extracurricular activities. We are excelling in science and everything. And it also shows in our history. But what can we do yeah. to continue to progress? What is it going to take? So, first and foremost, we definitely have to be on the same page as man and woman. Um, and we definitely have to make sure that we have a listening ear. Because a lot of times, people don't want to listen. They're so ready to discuss what they want to say instead of listening to what you got to say. Um, Kevin, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree with what you said. Um, one of the things is just even looking at a title, uh, what will it take for us to get to where we need to be? Um, where do we really need to be? And the mm-hmm. American dream is a dream First that question. if you truly break it down, is it <clears throat> truly our dream? You know, we right. were accosted, kidnapped, and our whole existence that we know about has only been this. Um, there's nothing wrong with being educated. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. There's nothing wrong with, you know, living a fine life. But our, everything that we we've, we've been taught about success, and even mm-hmm. our progression, has been given to us. What do we really, really want? What, I mean, what do the average person truly want? You have to excuse me because my mind is over here, but I'm gonna go here. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> what do we truly? What What do we truly? Look at our progression as I mean what 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 the progress that we truly need Because when you truly think about Progression In the black community What is it that we need What what, what do we truly right. need to be Where do we need to be And see that's a That's a question to think about Because are we comparing it like you said To like what are we Comparing it to or What ideal do we Have as progress so <laughs> it's hard to say but from my opinion I feel like if uh, we were all sound health health wise mentally wise financially mm-hmm. being able to um, support your family without looking at the next bill that's going to come out right um, I remember I remember my parents having that feeling. I remember there were there were times in which I could not do some of the extracurricular activities that I wanted to do because we just didn't have. It. Now, mm-hmm. sure enough, maybe my folks could have asked a family member for it, but <clears throat> what's more important, food or me having some uh, expensive shoes that I'm only going to wear maybe once or twice a month? Right, and so uh-huh. my parents had to instill in us what was more important at that time, and so yeah, that that kind of like traumatizes you to, well, it traumatized me to 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 the point to where yes, I was even looking at my money when I started looking, you know, living on my own, like uh, telling myself I can't do certain things, you know, because of fear of not being able to make it to the next month. And so, yes, that mentality goes down. So, so financially, like I feel like if we didn't have those feelings, if we were able to get the basic needs in which we should have uh, taken care of, mm-hmm. I think we would see some form of progression. Because I think the mentality of it as well is 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 also hurting us too. Because it is a feeling. Well, yeah, let's, let's do like this. Broke, let's break feel. it all the way back down. Let, let's break it. Let's <clears> break <throat> it all the way back down, Al. Now, when you when you say, "Well, what will it take for us to get where we need to be?" When you're mm-hmm. looking at we, that's our community, and we're speaking of us as a whole. Right. What are we lacking right now as a community? Because, like you said earlier, we have some Resource. of the most educated people. We have some wealthy people. What what the aspect when I'm looking at it from the Exterior of what others consider success to be, 
or progression. We have communities. Uh, we have everything we that we control. Like I said earlier, this, say again. We're not in the control of ownership in the communities. So financially, so, being in control of ownership mm-hmm. of that community will help. Like if we own the street, if we own the block where our houses we own that land that way we can put okay. our resources on there because the next thing okay to that I, is, I get that like if you go ahead no i was gonna <laughs> say i get that but what about the education of the people to get that because i mean we always say i, I know yeah. there's one thing about our people we yeah. will say the things that we need to do but how to get that it's like me telling you to drive uh if, if i ask you to drive to phillips arena and i say right. hey man you need to be at Phillips Arena. And I don't tell you how to get there. I don't tell you to go up 75, get off on this exit, take a left, take a left here on Marietta Street, blah, blah, blah. If I don't tell you, you'll never know how to get there. Just like with financial understanding and financial uh, 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 just education. Mm-hmm. We're not properly trained. None of our community, uh, not none, but um, a lot of our community is not trained in a financial understanding aspect. So when it comes to us telling our people, okay, you need to be over here. We need to do that. We need to own this. We need to own that. How? How do we own these right. things? How do we buy these things? How do we get right. me, How do we get to the point to where you would know how to facilitate this? I mean, that, that's, a, that's, an that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. And see, I, I feel like because we have to think about uh, Black Wall Street and then Harlem. They had people to also teach people. If we had the resource and the means, I feel like our people would teach us. Like once we were able to uh, get something going, we will teach the next generation how to. Because that's why we continue to have black barbers. Like you just don't pop up overnight saying that you know how to cut hair. Somebody had to teach you how to cut hair. Hmm. So, I mean, Um, I feel like we will do that. We will open the doors to being able to pass that knowledge down. I don't think we'll. How do you convey that to the masses, though, Al? I mean, that's that's an individual aspect. How do you convey that to the masses? Because, number one, if Mm -hmm. our community... Individuals, like I said, individuals are doing very well in our community. How do we convey that yeah. to our masses? We have to, um, first and foremost, now, like, what, I would always you, utilize bits and pieces of any, uh, of, uh, of our history. And so you have to go back and show how it was done before and how it can be done now because everybody has some form of a talent that we can use. Um, we have people who are uh, great mathematicians who are good at financialism who have become accountants. We have people who um, who studied law and who have become great lawyers. We can, com- we can come together to do that. There are companies that are all black that have done that particular route. Yes, they are trying to expand. Next month, we're going to have the Black News um, Network. And so... Now you know um, something behind that. We have that, that particular outlet. Well, we, no, we no, no, we that, that, that's your we boy. No, J.C., what see. is J.C. what? No, no, no. We're going to see, man. No. Look, we got to... We got to give people a chance. <laughs> Man, look, propaganda, man, it's, it's about time. It's really played out time for propaganda. And our people are getting a little bit smarter to whatever degree that they are to recognize propaganda. Um, one thing that I was going to say as far as even with, as when I asked you the question, I posed the question of how we're going to convey that to the rest of the people. You got it in here. It has to be a unity amongst black men and women. But the thing is, yeah. black men and black women teach who? The children. Their children. You've heard me state this plenty and many a times. When it comes to our community, it won't be us that'll make the change. But you have to plant the seeds to make the change, and that starts with the children. That's right. So if we want to convey all this information and make sure that we can 
you know, see a brighter future for our community, we have to start with the children because everybody else do it with their kids. The Chinese do it with their children. The uh, Jewish people do it. Jewish people do it with their children. Even look at the Latino community. Right. They teach their sons. They well, teach their daughters. They teach their whole community how to, when a, when, a, when a Latino child see their parent going to a store to spend money with somebody that looks like them, what are they teaching them? Right. When the and Jewish we community, we, we, we know that the only thing they do is spend their money within that community. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. So forth, so forth. They recycling the money. The money going back into their pockets. Because they spend it with they, yes, they that, that's, that's the that's the that's the byproduct of it. But they're also teaching their children how they're conditioning their kids to strengthen yeah. their community. They're teaching their right. kids to understand that if you don't do this, we will not be in the um, in 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 the, in the status that we are in what we're in right now. Right. And that's true. Think about that same conditioning with with us. That, that's true. <clears throat> and I think it has to start with being able to have appropriate relationships with people and understanding how to have a good working relationship with someone. Looking at the business first, putting your personal differences, you know, aside. Um, and then being able to work with your partner to be able to teach your child. You know, the man and the woman have to work together. It's balanced. We have to be able to listen to each other. We have to present um, appropriate behavior in front of our children or the behavior that we want them to have in order to get the results in which we're looking for. So if we want them to be more financially uh, sound, yes, we have to show them how we make this money and how we grow the money. We have to show them what is more important to put money towards. I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit deeper than that. And I, I know you mentioned partner. Uh, when you look at our community, you're a prime example yourself. And a lot of our listeners, new listeners, may not know. Uh, you know, you're a mentor. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, even with our community, it takes people outside of our immediate house to show the proper presentation of how to be successful. So. If you don't see that between your daddy and your mom or your mom and the boyfriend right. or your girlfriend and your daddy or whatever the case may be, there needs to be alternative means for you to understand how to be successful and to see what progress truly is. You and your wife, y'all had several black kids in your neighborhood, and they sat and watched how y'all conduct yourself every day. And they go home and they look at their life and their parents, and their parents not on the same level as you guys as far as, understanding you could be the catalyst that would make them or potentially put them in a position where they would think like okay I can do what Mr. Harrison over there doing and Mr. Right. Harrison doing I want to I want to do it like him and they can but the biggest part is the engine to push the thought process mm-hmm. that's our biggest right. problem as a community we don't have the proper engine our engine used to be the church can't trust them no more. Mm. So what mm. is the engine that we have now? Social media. Yep. See, the biggest problem is if you only got 25% of the people pushing one agenda, 25% of the people pushing this agenda, 25% pushing this agenda, and this 25% pushing that agenda, look how divisive and divided that is. Always. 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 People have to look at uh, like the bigger picture. They're not looking at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to do. We have to look at the bigger picture. And that's the future for our great grandchildren. I mean, like, what are we trying to build and set up for them? What is going to be here? Um, What are we going to be doing? I was watching the movie Black Panther. I think it was put out with the Black Panther. When was the Black Panther movie put out? Not the one. That you are y'all used to with the Marvel characters. I'm talking about like raise your fist up, Oakland, California, power <laughs> to the people, Black Panther movie. Right. Right. Um, I remember Huey was saying something to the effect of, and that's Huey P. Newton was saying, you know, 
He'd rather die. He would go as far as to die than let the children suffer or not, you know, be taught the right way and the right things. Right. I don't think we have that mentality no more. You asking me what would it take? It would take a mentality of sacrifice. We've become so self-centered now that the only thing that we're worried about is individual accolades. The only thing that we're worried about is individual wealth. Mm. But Mm. what are you truly willing to sacrifice to get us where we need to be? Because the thing about it is, as we even know with Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant, he did his part throughout his life as best he could, and he lost his life in a tragic situation. But there are others that lost their lives for the benefit of you. Right. Matter of fact, we just celebrated one's life. And the other one is coming up, Martin and Malcolm. To mm-hmm. speak for us, they died. Well, they were killed. Right. Murder. Murder. Man, okay. we got a long way to go, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think we're going to get there, Jake. I think we're going to get there. Um, there is a trend. Like, like you do see more of our children, more of us uh, coming together more, more of us standing for a cause, uh, more of us speaking out more, because we do have that platform of social media. Um, our young people are speaking up. Our young people do want more out of life. Our young people are in- inquisitive. But there's also still uh, a percentage that we still have to work on. Yeah. We still have to work, you know, work with those of you who have been, um, who voices have not been heard, who may have had a previous situation that caused a behavior in which they did not present at first. Because every behavior has a trick. Um, and so we still have to go out and help them. We still have to find uh, and show them that they still have a place in this world. They are still a part of the team. We got to build them up. Mm-hmm. So yes, through mentorship help. And that's not, you know, going through a public agency. Just you mentoring your son. You mentoring your nephew. You mentoring um, the other children on your son's basketball team. Or your daughter's basketball team. You know, just being that person that can pass on little tidbits of knowledge. Because you don't know what you will say to a person that would change their life for the better. Mm-hmm. You never yep. know. And you never know who's watching. You don't know who's watching. Right. You don't know who's watching. You know, in, in your situation, in your, your livelihood, I mean, you've got hundreds of eyes on you on a daily basis. Right. And right. if you can change the mental mind state of 40% of that body, imagine what that would be like. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's 40 going to teach days. That's 80 right there on the next go-round. That's 80 that's total. Right. That's right. And then 120 on the, on the third generation. Because they're all coming from that understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to us building our communities, right. I will stress again, education is very important. And I'm not talking about just the education of higher learning. Right. Because there's nothing wrong with higher learning. Higher learning is very necessary because, hey, that, those are aspects of higher learning that will help us take it to the next level. But what I'm talking about, education of money. Because what runs this country? What runs this planet? We can't lose our humanity in the midst of chasing money and in our way of thinking and who we are. But we do have to get money to build and change our communities, buy communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how would you feel if you was able to go ahead and buy a whole block, Al? What would you do? Buy a whole block. Oh, my. man, if I could buy a whole block, uh, definitely want to make sure that uh, we have – uh, housing, a grocery store, um, a park. Oh man, uh, a community center where we can utilize that for anything. Um, man, it's so much you can do. But those are resources in which we particularly need. We also need our own gas. 
Gas station. I mean, like, now, ask me that same question. So, what would you do? You can own the own block. I'm going. If if I, if I own the block, the whole area. First thing I'm going to do, regardless if you know it or don't know it, I'm educating you how to maintain and maintain and upkeep and keep that house. I don't care how offended you get. If you right. move it into one of the houses that I own. I'm going to teach you how to keep it up, and I'm going to sell it to you eventually. Because the thing is, what I want to do is I want to create value. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of clips that we was going to play during this show, and Dr. Claude Anderson was talking about this, and it, it was on the economic illiteracy. The thing is, if we don't have anything as far as wealth building, and that's one of the things I know you want to talk about tonight too, Al. Right. Mm-hmm. What you pass on to your children is accumulations of things that you own and what you purchase over the years as well, not cars. That depreciate. I'm talking about land, stocks, right. homes, businesses. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the number one thing, businesses. You, if you don't have a business to pass on, your child will be just like us, working a job. What does job mean? Right. Just over broke. Paycheck yeah. to paycheck. And then mm-hmm. you at the mercy of those at, those at those people to a degree, but like you said, Al, have a grocery store. You know, what I'm saying create things that will bring money and keep money in that community. And, and and if we can teach everybody to spend money within our own community, I know others out there may be listening and be like, "Well, that sounds racist." No, that's not. That's self-preservation. Because most communities because everybody are made up that it. way anyway. Correct. Thank you. Everybody else do it. Everybody else does it. The Chinese spend with the Chinese. Jewish people spend with Jewish people. Latinos spend with Latinos. The reason why I don't say Mexican because there's a whole lot of Latino families out there that are different. They are Spanish. Exactly. Latin descent or Spanish descent. Either either way it goes, they all spending money with each other. In the black community, we're, and I know we love to tear each other down. Oh, we don't like to spend money. We tell the black people just won't do right. Hell, but we don't do right because we haven't been taught right. Right. If you don't know because better, from a, how can you do better? Some of us come from um, some of us come from not 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 having something. And when you do have something, you want to hold on to it. Just like it's the last piece of right. uh, bread. And See, so Al, I think I'm that's where that mentality comes in. That too. Go ahead. Yep. I'm going to use you as an example. You are, if I'm not mistaken, correct me, you are a third-generation third generation educated person of your family. Mm-hmm. Not That's first, right. not second, third. Your child will be mm-hmm. what? Fourth generation. Fourth. Yep. Fourth generation. Do you know how powerful that is? Oh, yeah. Think about all the knowledge that you've accumulated over all these years. To teach your child what you're going to know. Think about how far along they'll be beyond your granddaddy and grandma. Mm hmm. You, you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh, yeah. You ask, what will it take for us to get to where we need to be? That's one aspect knowledge. Yep. Everything yep. that you know right now, mm-hmm. you know more. Not saying that you know more than your grandparents, but you know more about the world right now than your grandparents. Right, but you got to take from to your kids. Right, and you got to take from them. You got to take from your parents and whoever else that you felt gave you meaningful information and pour into your children. Yep, and teach them skill sets. Teach them skill sets. So whatever skill sets that you have, teach them how to do it. They will eventually learn and grow into their own skill set. Teach them how to understand the need for that particular skill set. Prime example, mm-hmm. if a child is great at building birdhouses, okay, he probably can build a shed. Next thing you know, he probably will be able to build a house. That's a skill set. Well, let's, that let's he keep can the funky. Start his own business off. Let's keep the funky, Al. Let's keep it 100 fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, just looking at that child like, you know, hey, he can, he can build. I mean, that's a definitely good, great skill to have. 
Um, mm-hmm. Where are lot where 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 are our carpenters? Mm-hmm. Why we don't okay. have classes in our communities where we can have these apprentices or apprenticeship for these children to go to and learn these skills? Um, a couple of months ago, I rolled across a house they were building a house, and I looked, man, I had to take a. Did I ever send you that picture? I don't think I sent you that. I don't, know. I, I don't know, but I'm gonna have to send it to you. Guess what I saw while they was building the house? I ain't, I haven't seen this in so long, man. I was thrown off. I saw a black uh, black brick crew, a, you know, like the, uh, the masonry, the, um, mm-hmm. a masonry crew that was black. When the last time you seen? Wow. That's nice right there, man. I wrote, man, I rolled up to them brothers. I said, hey, man, I said, I don't mean to bother y'all while y'all working. I said, if you don't mind, I would love to take a picture with y'all. And I'm I'm going to post that picture up on the Middleman uh, Facebook page. I'm going to find it in my phone. (laughs) And I'm going to post that picture up because I was thrown off. There are skills and there are different things in our community because, like, Mm -hmm. we all know we need shelter. We need food. Yep. We need clothes and everything else is going. We we have to build it and keep building it. But those things, right. like if we have people in our community that can grow it, sell it, build it, sell it to our owner, think about it. Man, like I remember my grandmother being a seamstress as well. She she used to make clothes. She used to make me little mm. Made my mother's prom <laughs> dress. You know what I'm saying? Like. Man. I, I remember seeing more black women and black men like like tailors when I was younger versus now. Um, it's hard to find them. Um, and that's a lost art as well. But we do have like uh, our black uh, men and women who are uh, designers, who are clothing designers, who are actually taking it to the next level. But we don't have as many localized ones that, you know, no. what I remember as a kid. Where you could just go and get nothing something made, practical. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, no, nothing practical, man. Nothing practical, man. I mean, do we even do they even have wood shop in school anymore? I know they don't have culinary. Uh Now, at my school, when I was in high school, we had it then. It was no, called no, Tech I'm talking about now. But, uh, now, ah, I have to probably. Man, that's a great question, man. And you know what? The, the number one thing we need to have, like I said again, I said again, we need to have some type of financial clash. Um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. we sent the challenge out to all the Masonic Order, Divine Nine, everybody, and every other Greek organization out there, man. Start a mentoring program. Take a weekend, man, and, and hold a class to teach people what you know, even if it's finances. What's the name of that young brother that just opened up a big school out here in Atlanta in East Point? I forgot his name. He's on Facebook everywhere. We were talking about him uh, not too long ago. What's his name? Morton? Mm, yeah, there are more schools like that, you know, Turning up across, um, you know, the United States. Um, a lot of them are going, you know, the charter school route, but uh, a lot of them have been producing great numbers. Now, whether mm-hmm. or not uh, those numbers transcend to um, Blackwell, we will see because these schools have just recently had graduation classes. So once these kids get into the workforce um, or graduate from college, Hopefully those statistics will show some growth. That's what I'm interested to see. But we have to continue to grow. And we have to continue to yeah. promote. Um, and even with our health and mental health, uh, we have to do more about understanding what we eat, why we choose to eat certain things, and what right. we should be eating. Because yeah. um, it's so easy to get in your car and go to a fast food restaurant instead of cooking yourself I know, a balanced meal. I know we push 
you know, eating healthy. But, you know, I would love to see us grow, have more gardens in the back. If you still got some folks with some land that's still going yeah. stuff that they ain't had to put no new seeds down, go get it. Everything they got right now is mm. modified, genetically modified. So go get you something that's not genetically modified. Right. And like Definitely I said, what is fresh, mental health? The fresh market. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got plenty of those. Yeah. I don't trust them. Self care, self care is most important because if you're not healthy mentally, you will be unhealthy physically as well. It is a you know it, it works hand in hand. Um, you have to find something that you enjoy doing every day and at least spend some time. Even if it's just five minutes doing it, or just taking a breather, or just sitting down and just collecting your thoughts, you have to do that. And that's okay. If something doesn't get done because you needed to take that time for yourself, take that time for yourself. The other things can wait. Because your health is important. But I don't think... um, and as far as like, you know, the whole statistics around, you know, black men um, not talking more in reference to their mental health, um, mm-hmm. I think we are talking. We're just not going to the professional. So there's no other way to track it because we, because I feel like, and that's not to say all black men are doing this now, but a lot of us have our boys, right, who we call and we vent to. Mm-hmm. That's still therapy because you're able to talk to somebody to get that out. And hopefully the person in which you're talking to gives you that positive advice that you're looking for or helps you to understand a question that you may have. That is still therapy. Now, I owe you a whole lot of money right now. (laughs) I mean, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? But that's still therapy. And you still can, like, do that. Open up. Talk. Write. Read. Listen to music. Make music. You know? Um, do something to release that that stress or anxiety in which you may be feeling. Um, there are ways around a lot of things. We have to... Uh, recognize it for ourselves first and understand that we can't solve every problem on our own. That's why, you know, we were told to procreate and be plentiful so we can have other people to depend on. You know, so... That's true. Uh, man, just we got to close that gap on that. I think that works hand in hand with increasing our black unity. Yeah. Our relationships with others. But what what Uh, can we do to to change the mind state of the community, black community, mm -hmm. when, you know, we're we're so strong, we're taught to be strong, we're always just, you know, and a lot of people don't realize to be, and just being straight 100, to be black in America, man, is hell on the mind. And the mental. There's so many things that we have to pull back, hold back on, can't say this, can't do this. And if we do that, we looked upon a light that jeopardize so many things. Now, when you're free, you're free. But there's only a few of us that are truly free, and you know what I mean. Uh, but when it comes to just the general population there, mm-hmm. what can we do to work towards not being scared of going to a facilitator for mental health. What what can we do? What can we, you know, we talk, oh, man, you, you weak, man. You're supposed to toughen it up. You're, you're a man, toughen it up. Right. What can we do to get beyond that? And so I think um, that's the context in which I was, um, like, I like to use the example because, like I use earlier. Or if you're speaking to your friends, that is also considered therapy. That person just don't have a degree or license. Going to a person with a degree or a license, um, it's just helping you to get an understanding based off theory. 
Um, and hopefully they will be able to help you help you to create a plan that will help you utilize your own personal coping skills to get through those things. And just because I go see a professional, um, let's say if I were going to see a professional, I had to explain it to a person that was in uh, not aligned with that form of treatment. I would throw it back on him. Okay, if you were sick and you got a big cut on your arm, are you going to let your homeboy repair or are you going to go to the, the doctor and let them stitch you up? You know, everybody has a role. Everybody has a talent. So we are out here. That's why we have the social service mental health field because there are people out there that uh, are experts in what we do. We're mm-hmm. able to talk and communicate and listen to people, and that's okay. But we have to get past that. But like I said, as black men, we, we already do there amongst ourselves. Even watching barbershop games. Yes, barbershop talk is there. Football is there. Basketball is there. It's just all about how you utilize the energy that you get from that particular therapy. So if you can make a person see that and see how we utilize therapy in all aspects of our life, um, the only thing about it is putting the plan to action. Whatever your coping skill or whatever plan that you put in place to help you get to the feeling that you want once you put that plan in place. That's how you know it's working. Or you can get the results in what you're looking for. Mm. So, man, it's a lot, man. That's what's, gonna up. Get that. That's what's up. But the overall, man, for our people, you know, just looking at where we want to be and where we are now, we have to take the steps, baby steps. We have to take the steps individually and as a whole to get us to where we need to be. Uh, we're fighting against a lot of elements. We're fighting against programming on outside, you know, like outside. Forces. You look at radio. You look at TV. You look at social media. You look at all these different things that are trying to kind of condition our next generation. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're at a certain point in life and you've already developed who you are, nine out of ten times you're going to be who you are. But we have yeah. to look at these babies and help them understand that they're more than what these people are telling them. You know, right. our young girls shouldn't be booty shot, face shot. Y'all know what I mean. Our young boys shouldn't be tight jean mop heads. There's nothing wrong with the styles, fine. But at the end of the day, the clothes don't make them. The right. body don't make them. It's all about that mental and the actions. Let's help them with that. Let's show them how to get this money. Let's show them how to be mentally sound. Let's show them how to be financially responsible. All those aspects. What type of legacy are you going to leave? People. I mean, you're yeah. right. And the question is, what type of legacy will you be leaving behind? What do you want people after you to remember you about? How do you want to help change the world? Because we're all here impacting people every day, whether it's positively or negative. You're impacting people in some type of way. So how do you want to be remembered on this earth, and what type of legacy are you leaving for the next generation? Because those are the Mm -hmm. ones we are going to be going to their doctor's office in the next 30 years. Yep. So we want to make sure that these kids in which we are trying to pour something into have the mentality of moving us towards continued greatness. Because they can. And we can push them. Plus we, we have to help them become a little bit uh, mentally strong too, Al. Because they're going to deal right. with they, the, the racism and the the, the 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 aspect of, of hate that they're dealing with, prejudices that they're dealing with, is is totally different than what we dealt with. And it's mm-hmm. new, it's, it's so it's it's hidden. It's hidden it's hidden in laws, it's hidden in you know, the the grandfathers are definitely hey, they on their last breath. Look at look at all the ones that are in Congress and the your local uh township right. leadership. All those ones that are there, 
they ain't going down without a fight. They setting up everything for their kids. Why can't we do the same thing? Definitely trying to. <clears throat> They're definitely trying to. And we definitely have to teach our kids about politics, man. Um, you don't need to go to school to be, you know, uh, and, you know, to get a law degree or whatever. You can be a teacher and still go into politics. You can be a, a, a physician and still go into politics, but understand what it is because a lot of times your local elections, sometimes those a lot of those positions run uncontested. Mm-hmm. And so we need to teach our children about these other positions as well, too, so they can run for them and win them. Because I guarantee if you go and get your last local election, you, you will see a bunch of positions that were ran uncontested. And that's a, another resource we need to tap into because we need to be in there changing laws. One other thing that I'll say, Al, don't fall into that trap of sports. Nothing wrong with having a talented kid playing sports. See where they mind at. And if they mind ain't where it needs to be as far as education, get a tutor. Or become friends with that smart kid in his class parent. Don't hate on them. Your son might think you're right. a nerd, but guess what? That nerd probably going to have something going on later on in life. And right. your son should also, or your daughter. Might and not be able to pay for that too. Like, we have to be in also a couple of dollars to those parents. Hey, have your kid help my kid out. Right. But the parents have to be in tune to understand what's going on with their child educationally, too. Don't just take, for instance, just because your child said they don't have no homework that particular day. But you don't know what's going on with their daily grades, their classroom grades, until the report card comes out. Don't wait to that last minute. Yeah. Like, be involved. Just send a teacher a simple email or just make a simple phone call. I just want to check in to see how my child is doing. You know, and working definitely has, you know, been put into, a, you know, our time from doing this because a lot of our parents work during the school hours of our children. And when they come home, it's time to pick them something to eat and get them to bed. Hey, Aaron. And I know that's tough, but that's, Question. you know, that's another thing. Yep. Um, do do majority of the schools have uh, the app where you can look at your child's grading and, and see what they are? Do y'all, the depending school on if the school have that? Most of them do, but depending on if, if the school has adopted that system. Okay. Okay. So we'll just have to, you okay. know, just put it into place. But most schools have some okay. form of uh, electronic uh, uh, notification where you can check and see what's going on. Okay. Well, I mean, man, this has been a great show today, man. Let everybody know oh, yeah. what we talked about today, man, because uh, we we have a we had a lot more to add to this conversation, but you know, our, our yeah, process and yeah. server ain't acting right, so. We 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 hopefully we can bring those items in at a later date, but let them know what we talked about today, Al. So today, you know, today's topic was about black progression and what would it take for us to get to where we need to be. So first off, we had to define what is success for us. What does that success look like? Um, we also talked about ways to increase black unity amongst the man and woman, the black man and woman, and also what we need to do for our children. Um, we also discussed. What can we do to to continue to build in our community? And we discussed, you know, making sure that our kids have these skill sets in order to take us to the next level. We also discussed, you know, utilizing our current talent to build something. Um, and then also closing the gap on wealth and fairness in wealth. And we definitely um, had a, uh, a discussion about improving your health and mental health. Definitely utilize some form of self-care uh, for yourself each day Even if it's just five minutes Take care of your mental health And your physical health um, We want to thank everybody for tuning in To the Middleman Show today Today was um, definitely a great show um, Our condolences out to Kobe Bryant and his family mm-hmm. And his daughter, Tiana um, uh, This will definitely be a day That we probably will remember and so, um, yeah. reach out to your loved ones. 
stay close to the great memories and always spread positive in. All right. Until next time.